later and then it's just him and baseball hat. I think one of my favorite thing in movies is how they try to age characters and like in movies when they just don't try where it's they just give them a slightly different haircut or older version of them has a beard and you're like, oh yeah, yeah that aged them. Yeah. Uh, well, There's a movie where Andrew Garfield was supposed to be old and they just kind of like gave him some wrinkles. I, oh, I, I can't remember what because some actors really just look too young. They could never They're just make baby them faced. Old. It's yeah. baby faced. You can't make him look old. That's why you have a beard, right? Yeah, because I'm look. super. I am baby faced. I think if mm. I was to shave this beard, people would be like, "What's this twelve year old doing running a podcast?" Speaking of which, <laughs> 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 welcome to the Too Much Free Time Good podcast. Segue. I'm your host Mark Burris. With me, as always, is Peter Blankenship. Present. How you doing, Peter? Pretty good. Good, good. And John Girdler, how are you doing, buddy? Hey there, Mark. I'm I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how my voice sounds. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about. I was about. like, what was that? <laughs> oh, okay, well we're ending. We're coming to the end of our superhero summer, even though technically summer ended Labor Day. Is there ever an end? We can just reboot. It's still hot as hell though, so it's. And you're I think still it's wearing summer. white. Ugh, that's true. I, I wear white after Labor Day all the time. <laughs> Try and stop me. Whitey tidies. So now that we're ending our superhero summer, and Peter was your last pick, would you like to introduce your movie? I chose Matthew Vaughn's 2010 Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass. Based off the Mark Miller comic, if I'm not mistaken. You're not mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I didn't know it was based off a comic. Oh, no, yeah. It's a it's a real comic series, and it's the like point of the comic is almost what the same point of the movie was in terms of the comic came out as kind of that whole making fun of comics but at the same time being one being a comic yeah in the same way this was a superhero movie but like, it's making fun of like, like scream scream yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's say. very scream is a great analogy for this um i remember seeing this in theaters this was one of the few i didn't read the comic but i read it after i saw the movie because i was so baffled by this movie <laughs> like i enjoyed this movie a lot and it's been a hot minute since i had seen it yeah John, this was your first viewing. I'm it so was. excited. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that until like that's crazy to me. I could have sworn this was a movie that you had seen. What is your overall take? First time watching this, I really liked it. I liked it a lot more than I thought. I kind of loosely knew what it was about, um, and I was like, "Oh, it might be kind of funny," but it was really fun. Yeah, they just do a really good job at the dark humor of like the timing of the dark humor. So where even when things are getting serious, nothing's really that serious. They're fully leaning into how ridiculous this plot is. And that just, this shouldn't work. <laughs> like this shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, the whole thing is it's called kick ass and you think, Oh, he's the superhero and he does nothing yeah, really, really does. but get his ass kicked the entire <laughs> movie. It's like if, if, I mean, I feel like all guys have that kind of fantasy of like, Oh, if there was a, a break in it in my house. That's oh, not like, like an example. Like a school shooter or something. Or yeah, like, like how you, you would react yeah, and you want to be the do. hero. Yeah. And like this is kind of showing like that <laughs> this kid does not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he gets destroyed. <laughs> but all guys want to be a hero. It's it's interesting though. Like we can start going through the plot in a second, but I just think it's interesting. It's one of those movies that it is a joke. The whole movie's making fun of stuff and just like joking around, but it's, incredibly gory at random parts and just like absurd then it also fits in little like honest messages like legitimate messages like when the when he saves the guy in front of the gas station the whole like the guys are like you're gonna die for someone you know and he he's like what's weirder me doing this or the fact that there's 15 people filming us right now and doing nothing like it was 
Hot take for 2010. Yeah, hot take, hot take. Yeah, and just like how putting on a mask like that can empower you. Yeah. You know? I also would like to point out none of them had iPhones. What a time. What a time. I thought uh, Red Mist did, did when he, he was navigating. He, he did. did. That rich bitch did. Yeah. That is, with him being McLovin actor, <laughs> like this movie felt like a mix of Superbad and Kill Bill to me. It was like Ooh. the combo. Oh, I get that. Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good combo. It was like if Superbad was a superhero movie, this would be it. Yeah, definitely gives that vibe because it's it's just as like raunchy, really, when you think about it. Like, <laughs> just how even the movie opens with the how the kids <laughs> describing like his day to day life, and he <laughs> mentions that he constantly masturbates oh. about his English teacher. I thought you were talking about the suicide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like we've all dreamed about doing this, you know. One day, I love <laughs> swan that. dive into a taxi. I love that opening <laughs> of just the dude has like a legit costume with the wings. Everyone starts clapping. They're like, "Woo, yeah!" <laughs> it just hits that taxi. I, I thought it was him. Like, <laughs> like, it doesn't uh, reveal it. Oh, that's it not me. <laughs> that's some, what is it? Some, some Armenian guy with, with the a history of mental illness. illness. <laughs> yeah. Another realist in mental illness. Yeah, yeah. it's real. <laughs> Don't laugh at it. It's not funny. But you're right. That, it's that. Then we get the whole like breakdown of his day-to-day life. Yeah, and, and his origin story. His mom dies of an aneurysm. Oh, my gosh. That is. They still make Count Chocula. <laughs> they just don't sell it in stores anymore. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> just, the mom just drops. Oh, that's so good. I like that his two friends are actually like semi-famous yeah. actors now, too. Uh, the I forgot that actor's name, but the one with the glasses that... Um, comes back in the sequel too but he's in that show right now uh, i'm dying up here about stand-up comedians in the 70s he's pretty good on that and then evans peters evans peters evan peters <laughs> uh the other friend i laugh just because every now i'm just laughing in this movie because it's two quicksilvers both aaron johnson and evans peters damn it, i can't say evan peters correctly go on to play quicksilver Side note, just a real question. Which one was your favorite? Oh, out of the Quicksilver? I like Evan Peters. Evan Peters. Yeah. And I felt bad for Aaron Johnson's Quicksilver because... They neutered him. Well, they neutered him as well as since he was the second one, everyone was going to compare it. And, and that's just he not was so, fair. Evan Peters was so good. Yeah. That time in a bottle. Ooh, like, in uh, Days of Future Past. Yeah. It was they, a great scene. I didn't like X-Men Apocalypse that much. Like I thought it was very whatever movie, but his... Like other speed scene in that to Sweet Dreams is pretty good. It's not as good as Time in a Bottle, but it's still pretty sweet. Uh, back on Kick Ass. Yeah, sorry. Wait, <laughs> I really liked AJ's Quicksilver. Yeah, they yeah. nerfed him a little bit. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hot take. Hot take. I liked his. People made fun of his uh, Quicksilver thing of the didn't see that coming, but I thought that was pretty. That was pretty good. The tongue firmly in cheek. <laughs> but it was like this. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so, Nicolas Cage, real quick. Oh, we're just going. I, I'm, I'm in. I'm balls deep in where, I, whatever Mark Strong said. It's, it's like so in your jurisdiction. It's balls deep in your ass. Or oh yeah, <laughs> in your jurisdiction's ass. To yeah, the corrupt cop. <laughs> but Nicolas Cage had had some duds of movies. Oh yeah, you know, for like sure. he's had a rough time in the 2000s. I, I think by this point. I think he had reached full meme status, right? Oh, like yeah. By 2010, he was the just like 
the joke. Everyone was doing the <laughs> the bees, the bees, the bees. <laughs> yeah, after National Treasure, you know. Yeah, it was downhill. Just, yeah, it was downhill from there. But I loved him in this. Like I thought he was great. It's it's like the director found a way to just channel his over the topness into like a specific funnel. And it just works. Like the way they introduce his character and the the little girl and Hit Girl. I was so con- I was wondering what their story was the whole time, and then they revealed it in yeah, a cool way. Yeah, like it, it was kind of well in a done. Comic book yeah, way. Doing the yeah. comic book thing was pretty. Clever. I enjoyed the whole comic book theme throughout, like the movie. How they like meanwhile yeah. and like Did the you, lighting and everything. I yeah, I was gonna bring up the lighting because I don't know if you guys. I didn't notice until this viewing. Maybe it's just because of higher resolution and. I got my glasses on, but uh, <laughs> my glasses. <laughs> the the tint of the whole film is almost like slightly comic booky. Yeah, like just the skin tones. You can really tell on Mark Strong's face in a lot of scenes that it's it's almost like they went through the film and like outlined it. I don't know. It made it pop. I liked it. It was well, like bright with like outlines. Yeah, like, like they were drawn. Like you're yeah. saying. And the yeah. one scene where they do turn Mark Strong into the comic that Nicolas Cage is drawing. Right. That was, that cool. was trippy. Seamless. Yeah, they're like, if you haven't noticed, this is what we're doing. <laughs> but going back to Nick Cage, I just love every interaction he has. It just seems intentionally over the top and it just works for some reason. Just like how he interacts with the Chloe Grace Moretz the entire time was just, huh, oh child. <laughs> just, it worked. Yeah, and with his backstory being like they broke him. Yeah, so he's a little he's, he's a little off. Yeah, he's mentally unstable. Yeah. That's <laughs> a great introduction scene of him shooting her in the chest. <laughs> yeah, it was shocking. Just <laughs> well, and then later where she's like, It hurts a lot more than when you did it. He's like, I'll use the low velocity <laughs> rounds. Child. Child. <laughs> where did he get all of his money? Like why was he rich? I mean, I guess I, Yeah, does it explain that? It kind of shows them. St- talked about them stealing the drugs and then selling the drugs to the Russians. Like, they were oh, getting money. Oh, so that's what they were doing? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That's how he got framed, though, as well, a drug dealer. Well, this is... This was after. Yeah, after. after. he got out of jail. Because when the movie... When we were introduced to Mark Strong's character and he's interrogating the guy trying to go to the movies with his son, uh, <laughs> and the guy said he got robbed... You know, he got robbed by Big Daddy and Hit Girl, and then they turned around and sold the drugs to the Russians. Because the then, like, guess, a couple yeah. scenes later where they're like, the Russians got another... Uh, load from the guy they just killed. That was Big Daddy and Hit Girl selling. Oh, Big Daddy Weave. <laughs> yeah. Mark Strong did great in this too. I love his character. Like, he's just, his comedic timing is so good for how serious of an actor he is in terms of just like his presence and how he delivers stuff. It's <laughs> just the limousine scene of the, the, go get us the popcorn. Do you want a Pepsi? Okay, get, get Chris a Pepsi. And I'll have an icy. Mix together. Like when you when you mix both flavors. Just like that whole thing. And the entire time you could see your gunshots and like some dude yelling. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I thought I thought he killed it. I was kind of whatever about um McLovin. I forgot I always forget that actor's name. Yeah, it's because it's like a three for name. Is it a three for name? Is it, oh, is it uh Christopher Mintz Plassey? Yeah, you're kind of whatever about him. I thought he, I thought he was a good character. He was funny. I thought he was interesting. I just, I don't know. I, I feel like he, I eh, just kind of he was wishy washy for me in just terms of his presence. Like he had some great scenes. Like I loved the 
the him explaining the bear like you had this to spy on the nanny when i was a kid <laughs> like that whole thing i thought that was pretty good but I, he's not dramatic yeah and, he, and since this was kind of a dark humor you couldn't just be funny you had to be a little dramatic too he just couldn't right. be serious right but he's believable too in the sense of he wanted to be like in his because he had no friends and so like he wanted to get in on his dad's company and then he finally saw what it was about and you're wondering if he was gonna save the day and oh i get he, the like, story arc I just didn't I believe his acting. I don't think you do, because <laughs> then you would believe his acting. Well, the sequel, the sequel comes out and like he's one of the weaker parts. Yeah, the sequel's not. It great. centers around him being kind of like the bad guy ish, and it's not great. I just like, uh, I guess. So Aaron Johnson, in my opinion, does such a better job of the playing into the dark humor of it that you were talking about a second ago, because. Like the first time Aaron Johnson meets <laughs> Hit Girl and she's killing all the drug dealers in the room, just the just the facial expressions Shock. alone are just that like when the guy comes in from the bathroom smoking weed, just that look is like, oh no, oh no. Because he knows he's going to die. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's drug dealer. He's bad guy, but then he knows he's about to die. <laughs> it's he, so he almost feels bad for him. It's just like he sells it. I don't, I don't know. It just, that works so much better. And then I... I, I I think it's more they didn't really give McLovin's character. <laughs> I'm just going to keep calling him McLovin. His character enough really to do, maybe? So, I, I also know, think always... y'all are basing your opinion on the second movie. Nope. No. Nah. No. Nah. Even though the second movie is pretty forgettable. I don't yeah. remember most of what happened. It's not why I like Kick-Ass. Yeah, the first one's... First one, I've... I've I forgot how much I enjoyed this movie. I also forgot how incredibly gory it was. <laughs> It's it's so crazy how out of nowhere it comes. Just, it, it keeps that realism the whole time of just like, this is what would happen. You would be murdering these people. Yeah, you don't just knock them out. <laughs> just like Hit Girl cuts the dude's leg off. <laughs> Straight through. She has some incredible kills through this movie. Uh, I think my favorite is the... Uh, I was going to say when she ties the rope around the dude... And when she he yanks it, it causes him to shoot himself. I actually like the she kneecaps the one guy, and he falls and shoots himself with the shotgun. Yeah, <laughs> it's so unexpected. Oh man! Or when she chases the girl, the woman into the hall, and she's like, "Oh, you want to play?" Oh gosh, that was like kind of. I I like that they lean into the fact, and it's not. It's totally in the idea that okay, this is pretty much just a serial killer yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> makes you wonder yeah when she gets older oh, like yeah. what she's gonna be like use her power for good or evil because well isn't that one of um one of aaron johnson's lines he's like something along the lines you, if you ask any serial killer only <laughs> fantasizing about it only goes so far <laughs> yeah before he tries to confront <laughs> the thugs that's a great scene his first attempt at being a hero or whatever hey it, <laughs> <laughs> they just stab him once and he gets wrecked by that car. You're like, I guess that will, yep. That makes sense. <laughs> I love the, uh, the I guess, really second attempt when he's like got the nerves of steel now or, oh, whatever, yeah. or steel plates inside and his like big outing is trying to find a cat. Yes. <laughs> I love just the premise of that. Mr. Bitey. It. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Bitey. He's just then, walking around asking people about the cat. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the hero we all need. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, I liked original YouTube and I guess MySpace. <laughs> that was a pretty, but even I feel like by 2010, everyone MySpace was just kind of out. Maybe yeah. they couldn't afford to say Facebook. 
but uh i thought that was i thought that was pretty clever that they still leaned into the whole like youtube thing going viral thought that was fun yeah and the live the live oh the live feed that was a great scene it like well one the what's actually happening on the live feed with hit girl killing everybody's awesome but just that the fact that the news reporter like stops it and they add the but it is streaming online and everyone's just like the the fuck the fuck and they all like run to <laughs> a laptop to their phones or their computers i thought that even like the cops when they shows the cops like police station they all are running to a computer i loved that there was a lot just a lot of great just subtle humor like that that was just i also love in that scene where their friend is so close to piecing dave being kick-ass he's like wait Where's yes. Dave? Have you noticed that every time? <laughs> yeah, every time, and they're like, well, "Obviously, he's with what's her name, <laughs> Katie, or with Katie." Otherwise, and that's why a would hilarious side arc. Oh, with the Katie her arc? thinking he's gay because he gets assaulted and is found "quote unquote" naked, which just so means automatically he's gay. means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so his dad giving him. He's like, "Did they?" Uh, well, no, 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 no. I mean. <laughs> The medic had, my, had to throw away my clothes because all, all the blood. All the blood. His whole plan backfired because he was so <laughs> embarrassed about his clothes, and then that's more embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. It's just, oh man, I like that like side arc of just how he leans into the. He ends up being her gay best friend for a little while. I'm gonna say though, something a little unrealistic when they're having their little waxing party and they're just oh they're just their underwear. Up. He would be so hard. Well, he was having like nom flashbacks of Hit Girl killing all those people <laughs> while it was happening. I think that's a boner killer. I, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I um, think baseball, uh, <laughs> grandma, and <laughs> these flashbacks. It's still not working. It's not working. That time Hit Girl murdered like seven people in front of me. Oh, that worked. <laughs> I thought that was. I just thought that was overall funny. I wish they had made some sort of joke though. Cause she keeps asking if this is homophobic for her to like treat her this way. I wish after he admitted that he wasn't gay, if he had also been like, and by the way, that like that, I think that might be, it is like it's that might be homophobic. Up. Yeah. <laughs> That'd been pretty funny. <laughs> oh man. And then when Hickor came in, it's like, what a gay taser. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of little, uh, homophobic jabs in, uh, in this movie, but it was 2010. Yeah. Like we didn't know any, we didn't better. Know any better. So <laughs> un- uncivilized back then, just the turn of the tens, you know, <laughs> We're a lot better now in 2018. Oh man, I uh, I love I cringe. I know we're like we're jumping around a lot, but I like it still hurts me the cringeness of when we're first introduced to Katie though, and it's the locker scene. Hi, gorgeous. And he's like, "Oh hey," and then it shows the friend behind her just making that face of just like the, "Oh my god, yeah. that nerd thought you were talking about." I was like, "Oh it's no." The classic. We've all been there. Yeah. I mean. I found myself in a lot of situations where people wave, and I just oh, know now no one waves at me. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll never fall for that again. I, this is so sad. When I'm in a hallway and it's the wave, and I can't tell if they wave to me, because if you do the turnaround, you're admitting defeat. Yeah. You're admitting <laughs> that you didn't know whether or not that person was acknowledging you. So I always do the act like I didn't see it and wait for the second, hey, and I'm like, oh, sorry. And I always play like, oh, I was zoning out, like, I didn't didn't notice. My bad. It's always safer. Yeah. But people do wave at me, Peter. <laughs> well, they don't wave at me. <laughs> or send the text later, oh, asking yeah, if they're like, waving. What the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but that just that just hurts because john you've been have you been in one of those moments where you truly thought someone was like waving to you i think we all have and that's why it's so like it's used a lot in movies just because we can all relate to it give me a little background into john (laughs) when was john embarrassed when was i embarrassed uh i threw up on a bus (laughs) on on myself Because no. someone that wasn't the, that wasn't the story we were hoping for. That wasn't the for, writing prompt. <laughs> <laughs> While embarrassing. <laughs> I thought this was just story time. Like. No, I've I've definitely had that on Lipscomb's campus recently where I've walked around and I've definitely seen someone from my class and it's the whole day like, I cannot tell if they're waving at me. It's just awkward. Everyone should just acknowledge, say people's names. Should be like, oh, hey, Peter. The big wave. <laughs> yeah, I'm not friend where I say friend very lightly. I'm the acquaintance. It's like people know my name, but they don't wave at you. <laughs> it's like they're not going to ask you out for drinks. They're just there to see you in class and then leave. Yeah. See you next time. Oh, th- gee, thanks. <laughs> you, you fill an important role in their life. Yeah. We could all have like waves for each other, individual waves for each person you know? <laughs> like mark gets a, a weird salute with an m or something like oh that must be directed at me that has to be towards me yeah mine mine's the pointer finger and into the you know the okay sign for john that's my wave to john <laughs> <laughs> peter is flicking us off right now oh man <laughs> yeah i with that type of humor though the just like awkward i i feel like i want to just say realistic tone of just you know it hits home of you could see that being so real <laughs> there was a lot of that, especially with the friends with Evan Peters and oh, the yes. other guy. Like when, when <laughs> Big Daddy's on fire and like they're getting beat up, and it's the girl puts her shoulder on the one friend's face, and it's just the other friend shooting with a thumbs up, being like, "Nice." <laughs> As their friends about to yeah, get their burned. friends getting murdered. Well, they don't know. Oh yeah. Well, I know, true. but it's just that level of like. That's true. That would definitely happen. Yeah. Oh, and when they're talking about if he should plan to being gay or not, oh, and then yeah. Evan Peters is like, you might get laid from this. The other guy's like, no, not if... Not if she, she thinks, thinks he's gay. gay. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what the hell, man? Great, great trio of friends. Yeah. They had... I thought they had really good just chemistry yeah. in general. I wish there had been more of them together, because that was... They were pretty solid in all their scenes. Do you guys feel like this was a realistic portrayal of high school and like conversations you'd have with your friends? We didn't really spend a lot of time in the high school, which I was thankful for. Yeah, I am too. Sure, someone threw a soccer ball on their food, but like... I would say it was slightly closer to the conversations I think I would have had in high school as opposed to like a lot of people... You know, you did the super bad analogy earlier. I think a lot of people talked about super bad as like, oh, that was so much like how I talked in high school. I feel like that's what how people talk in high school amped to like 11 i feel like this was more that like steady playing field of a lot of what they talked about was still inappropriate and was joking around with each other but it wasn't like in super bad it wasn't constant just fuck dick balls like (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) although we all had that english teacher (laughs) she might not have been an english teacher she might have been a spanish teacher Now I know who Peter's talking about. Did she wave at you? No. No. We were her favorite class. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. As far as just like the overall plot, though, it's kind of an interesting thing when you think about it because it's, it's not like Dave, Aaron Johnson's character at the end of this, it's not like he's learned to become a superhero. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really just more of a like, I, I couldn't even really tell you what his like ending thing was. He's kind of like the camera crew and cops. You know, they're just kind of there for the yeah. real people to do their job. And we just well, get to see it happen. It gave him confidence, though, in the rest of his life. He got yeah. a girl from it. That's yeah. true. Well, I guess he also kind of says it in the end. He says something along the lines of, like, I opened the door for other people. Because he, he hints that after those events, more superheroes pop up. So, like, I guess that's kind of... It's more of a story just about a guy who opened that door first. He wasn't exactly great at it, but he did open that door. <laughs> he was a symbol for all of us. Symbol. Oh my gosh, hit girl. Like being you just call the mayor's office and they have a light that they shine up in the sky of a big cock. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot or at the end with it's like with no power comes no responsibility. I loved that. Yeah. And it's not true though. You know? <laughs> like you said. He has no power. He has no power, but he has machine guns attached to a jetpack and so he murders three people. <laughs> Yeah, let's go back to that. He kills a guy, <laughs> he, several guys, he, <laughs> and it didn't. So, he wasn't phased. Yeah, so many people in this movie just get straight up murdered. Write this backstory for me, okay. Katie and Raul, or whatever. Like, why were they ever involved? I get he shows up at the needle exchange. Oh no, no the the friends were, remember the friends were making fun of her earlier in the movie, calling her oh shoot something about lame duck. So she was always attracted to people that's a with problems guy, a wounded well, yeah. wounded dove or something. Yeah, or yeah. lame duck. Yeah, guy or she goes for the lame <laughs> ducks, but that dude is not a lame duck. Well, I guess because she kind of tricked him, because she says something along the lines of like, oh, you know, he had such a sad backstory and like i felt bad for him if you ever hung out with him the dude was hard i want to talk about raul what was his name raul yeah someone with r his apartment was weird (laughs) they had like 16 locks on that front door but a dj booth (laughs) like a legit dj booth like had parties (laughs) but like there was like four people in there and there was a guy dj it was thursday night mark (laughs) Party starts on Friday. But it's just such a weird scene of like him walking in and there's just a dude at the DJ booth, like with this legit setup. Nobody's in there dancing or anything. Yeah, they're playing like Call of Duty or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I'm dead. Now I'm dead. I also <laughs> whatever the I I'm assuming she was like a prostitute or something, but the Whoa, I'm Raul I'm Raul. Can't you tell by my big tits? I didn't quite get that. Nope. <laughs> I didn't quite get where she was going with that. Because okay, Raul's a, a man's name, and she was being sarcastic. Oh. She's bad at it. <laughs> but that, yeah, we already talked about that. That was a pretty intense scene of just Hit Girl killing everybody. Well, she said the C word. Oh, she said, all right, you cunts. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was that line that convinced Matthew Vaughn he was going to make this movie. Fun well, fact. <laughs> That's the line? Yep. That's pretty funny. Is that in the comics? Is mm-hmm. that what you're saying? Yeah. That, yeah, that must be something. the first thing she says. But uh, I also, I I liked all the different, it felt like, the, I guess they're called like set pieces or whatever, where it's the, somebody's wiping out everybody in the room. Nicolas Cage's was awesome. Yeah, his is intense. And I love the the song 
It's from 28 Days Later, another great movie. Is that originally from 28 Days Later, I think, think so. Or do you think it's one of those things where it was even from something else and it's just something that shared? Well, so like, I think it's John Murphy. Let's see. 28 Days, John Murphy. Because I've always associated that song in the same way I associate the... Um, Oh shoot! What's the what's the name of the movie where uh, Jared Leto's a heroin addict? Remember what I'm talking about? Wow! <laughs> Why can't we think of the name of that? But the song from that movie, you know, that's reused a lot in other things. That's what I always kind of associated the 28 Days Later song. Oh man! I'm well, it is a John. It is a John Murphy. Squ- song and he did it in 28 days later he did that song and then this is also from that okay so it's his song but i love that song from 28 days later and then in this movie it was also really well used i really liked the music in this movie thought they did a good job (laughs) then listening to uh narles barkley yeah the awkward like dancing back and forth and it's just like i didn't realize think about it until this viewing but it's the reason it's so awkward, it's because it's Kick-Ass acting like himself, and it's Red Mist or um, McLovin's character realizing that Kick-Ass is just like some doofus. Like you, know, he's like slowly realizing, like, oh, this guy's not. <laughs> I don't see how they didn't recognize each other. I, I know they didn't really interact a lot at school, but like McLovin has a pretty distinct like look and talking. Yeah, he's got fat cheeks. Voice. Yeah, yeah. I- <laughs> Yeah, you think they would. They would have uh, recognized each other. I think that could have been a funnier little, like, play-out scene of them meeting in the hallway and then realizing who each other are. (laughs) I guess then the later portion wouldn't have happened. Yeah, I guess. I I suspended my disbelief for for that. What did you you think of that that twist of Red Mist shooting Chloe Grace Moretz out the window in that uh, that one well, scene. We kind of knew it was, well, not specifically the shooting, I guess, but we knew he was setting them up. Um, but I did think that he was going to end up being good. In oh, the like end. change like, sides. I thought he was going to change sides once he saw what his dad actually did. Um, but apparently not, according to you guys in the sequel. No, yeah, he, Took comes, he, Harry, he comes back as the main villain. Harry Ark with Green Goblin. Oh, yeah. Harry the name, not. It's pretty hairy. You <laughs> shave that down. By the way, it's Requiem for a Dream, the Jared Leto heroin addict movie. Oh. Requiem for a Dream. I just think of you know other things. What other movie is he addicted to heroin? Not other Jared Leto movies. Oh. Other parts of that movie stick with me. He's trying know. to avoid oh. thinking about it. That's what he's saying. <laughs> Dildos. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta get that out of your system. <sighs> I said it. <laughs> I said it. We can move on. I like the final fight scene at the end between hit girl and Mark strong. And then it's, that's cut in between <laughs> kick ass and red mist <laughs> Just fight scene. swinging at each other. Well, Cause it, it's, it speaks to the, how good the pacing is with the comedy of just like the Mark strong, you know, Chloe Grace Moretz fight is like, uh, just by itself, if you took that scene, is pretty dark and it's brutal. It's like she, he's kicking the shit out of her, and then when he like she stabs him a bunch of times, it's it's pretty rough. But intercut that with two doofuses <laughs> swinging sticks at each other, like trying to act tough in the dojo room, <laughs> the dojo room, <laughs> and then them knocking each other out <laughs> at the same time. And I didn't think it was too over the top. Like they right. did a good job of like making it look like they were trying and like thought they were fighting well. Yeah. yeah, and even the Mark Strong Chloe Moretz 
fight wasn't even that over the top. It just like they knew what they were doing. Yeah, it it wasn't hyper choreographed. Yeah, there was it, no Bruce Lee fight. Right. It was more. It felt more like a like one of the Bourne fights where it was just them just like yeah. solid hitting each other, not really like choreographed stoof. But uh, yeah, I I loved that. Just every time it cut back to them and they're just like swinging sticks, and he's like using the jetpack as like a shield. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty solid. <laughs> I do think my favorite line in this whole movie is the after kick-ass blows everybody down with the Gatlin guns. Just Mark Strong's just, whoa, that's a weird sound in bazooka. But oh, well. Because <laughs> 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 I guess we skipped over that. That weird running joke of that dude taking the bazooka and everyone questioning why he has the bazooka. Like, by the end, I didn't think it was going to pay off. Because, like, by the fourth time they referenced the bazooka, I'm just like, okay, we get it. It's a bazooka. Everything's under control. Yeah. Like, that scene, like, was the last. I was like, okay, like, this needs to be put to bed. But that that Mark Strong line is incredible. <laughs> That's one weird-sounding bazooka. <laughs> yeah, and that's it, going back still to the dark humor when they throw the guy into the microwave and they're yes. trying to ask him who stole the stuff you know and like he can't hear them <laughs> <laughs> so he just explodes that's terrible and you can see the guy outside going i don't think he can hear us <laughs> <laughs> i also loved i didn't notice it until this viewing but the uh when they call mark strong to tell him about the microwave the first thing they say is oh we don't have a vice anymore like they were gonna put his head in a vice to like torture him, so they felt the need to call Mark Strong. Be like, oh, we don't have a vice anymore. I don't know what we're supposed to do. We got a new microwave, though. <laughs> I loved that. What was his response? Something along the like, "Do you think I give a fuck or what?" Like, yeah, the- about the lumber. Did it? Yeah. And it's like him trying to hang up. He's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. I- oh, I'm sorry. I'll-, I'll call you back. Sorry." <laughs> Bunch of idiots. Oh yeah, those the goons were pretty good. There was a. Like, just a lot of the conversation was that... Never said Batman! (laughs) Like, it felt felt so real. And what made it so funny was because they were talking about something ridiculous. Like, when Red Mist is trying to... Or when McLovin's trying to get the stuff to become Red Mist, it's like, I just need these things, and we're going to need to screw over a guy like... Like, like Jim. And they're like, whoa, Jim? It's like, well, not Jim, it's just somebody. Marcus... That yeah, that guy is a douche. <laughs> like, <laughs> he yeah, cuts to his mugshot. <laughs> yeah, he's been arrested. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just uh, the dialogue was really on point, and I'm trying to remember if that's how close to the comic it is because it's been a hot minute since I've read that. I just know that the Nick Cage backstory is different. Like he's an accountant in the comic book, and he's not a disgraced a cop. cop. But uh, Frank Miller said that he liked this origin story better than what was in the comics you mean mark Makes miller same miller yeah <laughs> they're the same well, they're the same i get them not in my head confused but coming out of my mouth oh no yeah it's one of those you know who you're talking about but you said the wrong name yeah it's yeah. so miller the yeah. miller <laughs> i like that uh nicholas cage when uh his friend cop is talking about the backstory doesn't even try to really say like no it's not brainwashing <laughs> it's just a you call it brainwashing i call it i turned it into a game <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> oh, oh my god <laughs> i thought he would play a bigger part in it was his name marcus or yeah oh yeah marcus. the, the, the he's marcus, yeah. like he didn't really I, he kind of told him he's like they're on to you man they're on to you but i thought he didn't really like save the day i thought he would yeah. save him yeah, there's a lot of characters in this that you. Well, he, yeah, he adopts her, but he's also the guardian while he was in. Yeah, Nicholas Cage was in prison, but like him, the dad, 
Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like there's a f- the teacher from the beginning. Mm. These are all just characters that never come back. That you're like, why aren't they an important? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But yeah, the cop. I agree with you, John. I would I would have thought the cop and the dad are two characters that I thought would have played a little bit more important roles. Because it seemed like for a little bit the tone was the whole like he can't talk to his dad. So you thought by maybe the end he was going to talk to his dad. When the first time you see Marcus, you think, oh, my gosh, the cops found their hideout. Oh, yeah. This is bad news. Bad yeah, news. Friends. <laughs> they One of t- us is still a police officer. <laughs> they were two superhero cops. Nicholas Cage had great artistry in his uh, little comic book he was making for yeah. Chloe Grace. Yeah, he's talented. Shouldn't have been a cop. Probably should have been a cartoonist. Oh, yeah. He could have <laughs> avoided the whole thing. Well, he actually picked that up in prison. Ooh, that should have been a part of the backstory. He's like, I took an art class. <laughs> yeah, I mean, colored pencils are cheap in jail. <laughs> Their apartment was pretty crazy. Just wall-to-wall guns, one bathroom. We never saw the bedrooms, so I can only imagine those were pretty terrifying. Uh, you could see the kitchen. It was an interesting layout, you know, open floor plan kind of. I liked it. I liked it. Not as good as Mark Strong's apartment. No. I mean, I want to have the top floor of a giant-ass skyscraper and then put a basketball goal on the balcony did you guys see the yeah basketball goal? <laughs> on the neon money sign <laughs> and the two guns beside his office door but th- the reason i asked about the basketball goal is because there's no netting if you around miss it. if you miss or if it bounces off that's weird <laughs> that's gone it's just a showpiece they don't actually <laughs> use it imagine though yeah, you think hit. mclovin take shots <laughs> But imagine being hit by a basketball that fell off a skyscraper. It would reach a terminal velocity. Yeah. That would not feel good. It's like the the penny myth. It goes straight through the sidewalk. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need myth busters to bust that one for you. <laughs> Peter's like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's that's bullshit. Air resistance. Uh, yeah, it's just like, yeah, no. Next. <laughs> oh, man. I. The more I think about the Katie kick-ass dynamic the where he the scene where he reveals that he's not only kick-ass but he's not gay i love her response initially the the why are you dressed like kick-ass because i am kick-ass and she's like what he's like and i'm not gay she goes fuck yeah because he's like oh (laughs) he's seen me naked (laughs) it was just that genuine response oh fuck (laughs) those are two big bombs to drop like he didn't really let the, the uh revealing his identity kick in oh no yeah before revealing that he wasn't gay and honestly it'd be kind of hard for me to believe him since they're selling his costume in every comic book shop and stuff yeah. around town like why wouldn't he just dress up and claim yeah. he was kicking yeah, he didn't prove it yeah, yeah. that's what i was kind of getting at i was like I, I didn't like that she didn't test him to be like how do i know your kick ass and then i feel like i didn't completely buy her response of the whole like or you can stay yeah the or you can stay even though i just found out that you're not gay like i don't know that was the only part of the movie that was like ah, on his apology saying you deserve better and then he's still waiting around for her to go no i want you guys it's called it's it's manipulative (laughs) and if any of our male listeners do that kind of bullshit i'm gonna hunt you down i'm gonna kick your ass don't listen anymore yeah This isn't for you. No, no, no. Still listen. We, we but need also you. learn how to respect women. Stay subscribed. <laughs> Just you know, don't be a dick, <laughs> Zach. But yeah, it, it was a re- that was that's kind of weird. A weird yeah. apology. He's like, you, you deserve a lot better. <laughs> like I almost feel like it would have been better for her to say no, 
and then maybe the ending be like him talk to her at the end because of like you guys said he gained confidence for him to approach her at the end apologize again and you know give it another like give it another go and then maybe a little open-ended of like will they won't they everyone loves that will they won't they it would have been kind of funny too to to see him like try to prove it she's like prove it and then he like stages some big like <laughs> reveal i don't know that he proves who he is yeah. to her like in, is streaming it online and then it goes wrong or like i feel yeah. like they could have made that funny funnier than i'm making it right now i did like the scene though right after in the comic book store that was that was pretty funny like, i kind of think he's cuter i mean i would fuck the shit out of him yeah how much <laughs> it escalates it's just like i don't know i think I just think Kikas is cuter. Like, oh, you do? He's like, yeah. For, for me, I'd you know, I'd fuck the shit. And <laughs> everyone is like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was one of my favorite lines too. Of just the them leaving after the whole like, oh, you want to go see the new Kate Hudson because they're gonna sneak off and have sex. But just the the friend with glasses just being like, well, I uh, I guess we're not invited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they just left the other three friends at the bar. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> oh man. I, I will say, th- so this movie is what, two hours and some change, right? It's a little under two. A little, oh, it's a little under two. Like, there's very few parts that it feels like it drags, but at the same time, it does feel like, it feels like a long movie. Like, it feels like it's the full two hours. Yeah. But, it, like, I'm trying to think of a point where I'm like, oh, they could have cut this out because it's dragging, because all of it felt like it served a purpose, so... I don't know, is there a director's cut of this? I don't know. I mean, probably. Because I'm wondering what would be added to it. Maybe like more training montage. <laughs> Gonna need a montage. Montage. Because what short training montage we get, which is just him punching in front of the mirror. Oh my gosh. Which is incredible. And him like trying to jump to the tire. Yes. <laughs> and he can't do it. I love because it was like the Spider-Man thing yes. where he looked around the buildings and you're like, wait, is he about to climb it? And then he just cuts <laughs> to him like jumping to the tire. And then he's that up on the roof funny. and he's about to try to jump across. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I would have loved to see one real attempt of him doing it, though, because it happens twice where he doesn't do it. And it's kind of built up to where you think he's finally going to do it at one point. So that would have been a kind of funny like I don't know, like almost like I think that would have been almost a funny post credit scene of him being like putting on the suit again and be like, Okay, I got it. And then him jumping and like barely getting it, but like crawling up and just being like, Woo Or just breaking through a window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be good too. If he misses it just goes through somebody's window. <laughs> I like that. Her crashes to the floor below him, like Ooh. in a bathtub or something. <laughs> and dies. Did you just have him die in the post credit scene? Real life. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys don't make it to adulthood. It's true. That's true. What if this movie had ended full circle where it began and that the bird suit man that jumps off the top of the building actually is kick ass? And he goes, Just kidding, that was me. Yeah. And it he's ends like, where he where he thinks he's finally has his confidence. And he has the bird suit at the end. And you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and then it zooms out. He's like, this voice you're hearing is actually... And it's like one of his friends that's yeah, been telling the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be super dark and no room for a sequel, but nonlinear storytelling. Yeah. John, you love that. Uh, automatically, <laughs> yes. I mean, Nick Cage already didn't make it. Yeah. I was sad. His death was really sad, even though that scene was awesome. And him yelling out like instructions while on fire... 
also saying child at the same time. That's dedication. <laughs> She's like, kryptonite, child. Yeah, kryptonite. <laughs> the night vision like point of view thing was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was the only time I do feel like the effects felt a little dated, but everything else held up pretty well. Like usually when we watch these movies now, especially if it's like a Blu-ray or whatever on one yeah. of our TVs, it's the resolution so much better that you notice all these like crappy effects and like you can see like the wires and shit. Um, but now the most of this movie, like I've it held up. Like, did the jetpack scene look a little ridiculous? Of course, it's a jetpack. Yeah. But like <laughs> I mean, it looked ridiculous when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a jetpack. <laughs> Only $300,000. <laughs> Could you think of anything else you'd want to spend it on? That's so ridiculous. Oh, I loved it. Oh, man. I'm trying to think. Did they ever say they were, I know they made a sequel. Did they ever make... Like, say they were going to make a third one? I don't think so. The second one did not do well. Yeah. And I know Glowy... Glowy... Sorry. Chloe Grace Moretz has stated that she regretted doing Kick-Ass 2. It was one of those, kind of like what Aaron Garfield said about Spider-Man 2, where it's the whole, like, you get a script and you think it's going to be one way, and then when you see the finished product, you realize they didn't actually care or something. You know what I mean? It's that whole, like, they felt tricked or whatever, which is sad. It's unfortunate. (laughs) I wonder how long actors take to read a script. Or if their agents just like Honestly, sometimes from these decisions doesn't make doesn't look like they read them all the time. To be honest, like scripts look like I've read a few scripts because you can download them off different websites and stuff, especially if the movie's been out for forever. But they're not as long as you think. It's it's interesting, like a two hour movie script thing probably only take you like maybe like 30 minutes to read through. It's. You know, it's just so different how, like, when someone says it out loud and versus the whole, like, how cameras, you know, the cinematography, how it works through and everything just adds so much length to it. Yeah, there's no opening credits in the script. You just go. You just go. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. No cool fight scenes. You just go. It's interesting. But that's a good question. I wonder how many actors have signed up for roles because they said they read the script, but they just, like, they they spark noted it. (laughs) (laughs) Or cliff notes. (laughs) <laughs> I got in this conversation with somebody in class the other day being like, oh, did you ever use Spark Notes? And they were like, Spark Notes? I'm like, you mean Cliff Notes? I was like, what the? They're the same thing, dumbass. It's a <laughs> southern thing, I guess. The Spark Notes. Here in the south, we use them Spark Notes. None of that northern Cliff Note bullshit. <laughs> Man, I'm happy we watched this, though. I, like, I, I hadn't really thought about it. I think it's been a good, like, six or seven years since I... It, really watched it because i feel like i watched it in theaters and we watched it when we got the blu-ray when it came out and then hadn't watched it since and i really enjoyed it it's it's a movie that really holds up john first viewing you you seem to like it right yeah i think it's definitely worth your free time yeah definitely i mean we're doing this before the how would you fix it or how would you improve it? Because this is yeah. a movie I'm assuming that we all enjoyed. Because I uh, would definitely recommend it as worth your free time. This is my like pick. So Yeah, and Peter, this is your like pick. Yeah, I feel like superhero movies, it's great. Because it's that, but it's also relatable. Yeah, and it's it's very much... Well, it's. I think you guys said it perfectly at the beginning. Like, I didn't even think of this. And I think you guys both hit the nail on the head with the analogy that it's the scream of superhero movies where it's doing the superhero thing, but it's poking fun 
at the tropes and at the just the style of it and the kind of ridiculousness of it and how none of it really should work but somehow it does like i don't know i just when you guys said the beginning that like kind of blew my mind i was like oh my god (laughs) i thought i saw you lost over there i was like when you said it like my mind just started making parallels between scream and (laughs) kick i was like oh shit (laughs) like this is this is great (laughs) so props props to you two there you go fist bump (laughs) podcast fist bump yeah that was a loud fist bump you couldn't see it but it's a weird sounding fist bump yeah it's not a fart (laughs) it's a fist bump uh let's do a i mean let's do a quick how would you improve this if you guys have any ideas of like what you would have preferred to see and we touched on a little bit of them as we were talking through but you know any like big ones or maybe little subtle touches you guys would add to it subtle touch for me yeah I, I think it would have been funny to see. So they kind of uh, use the imposter like trope, I guess. Like they had the scene where the oh impo- that was uh, the guy impersonating Kickass, and he was just walking around the street like high fiving people, which was funny. But I felt like they could have opened the floodgates a little bit more and had a lot of them all around. Like all these people are like, oh, I'm just a normal person. I can be a hero. And then they're like either just getting beat up, <laughs> or, like, <laughs> like all just around murdered. <laughs> Just, I don't want anybody else to die. Local like, hero <laughs> dies. And he like feels bad of, about what he's done. And then, I don't know, something no, happens that's with a, that. That's a good, like if halfway through the movie, like the police have to put out an issue being like, please you know, this, yeah, please stop. This is illegal because all these people are getting their ass kicked. <laughs> or murdered. Or murdered. Yeah, that we never up. saw those muggers again. I wish it came full circle and he like confronted them at the end. Oh, too. yeah. It would have been another thing. Ooh, yeah, that would have been a good one. Peter, uh, anything you'd like to add to this? this movie it's hard i mean i could i could do with a little bit more big daddy and hit girl yeah i think because we only really saw him a couple times yeah yeah i spent all together really once and then you know we saw nicholas cage do his thing and then we saw hit girl do her thing um i just loved them yeah they were they were fun i i i put them in the same category as the the three of the friends together i wish we had seen more of yeah, them. and more friends. Yeah. Love them. More friends. I love friends. Who, who doesn't need more friends? Yeah, you know? I would love for someone to wave at me. <laughs> with, <laughs> with friends like us, who needs enemies? Yeah. I'm just now like... <laughs> I'm just Peter. I have this image of you now, like walking, walking down the street, just being like, "Will somebody just fucking wave to me, please?" <laughs> it's like I'm just having a real shitty day. Can you just wave to me, sir? I need one wave to make it through the week. <laughs> like not a smile. You want a wave? Yeah. You don't want the the nod. The wait. Hold Exert on. some energy. I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it by accident. But it's the with guys. It's the I want nod, the nod. I know up. What you're about to say. I want the nod. No, up. It's the nod down. Is the stranger just you're saying hey to him? The nod up is is to the it's dude so you true know. though. <laughs> I love that because I do that. I do too. <laughs> the nod. What's up, man? It, that's just something that as soon as it's pointed out, it's that glass shattering. Like oh my god, I do that all the time. Yeah, you want you, but you want the nod up in the hand. The you wave want the nod up in the hand. I just hey. <laughs> Hey Pete (laughs) I know you And I look forward to seeing you (laughs) I did (laughs) I'm waving at you specifically And not someone behind you To confuse you (laughs) Even if there was someone behind you It's you I'm looking at (laughs) I've looked through you For the last time You know Peter Your dreams You just aim so high (laughs) (laughs) It's too much to ask I know it's impossible (laughs) Uh, Things I would add I agree with Both of what you guys Were saying of just definitely think the friends and big daddy and hit girl should have gotten 
a little bit more time. Or, I mean, I don't know how they would have done develop it. Develop McLovin. <laughs> yeah, develop McLovin for sure. I I really like what we were saying about, John, what you were saying about the confronting the the muggers that he interacted with two or three times in the beginning. I think that would have been a nice comeback around. Like, that would have been a good, instead of the whole jumping over the roof thing, that could have been a good, like, building off his confidence. He finally, like, took down those two dudes. <laughs> and then they see him. Like, the first time they saw him, they laughed at him. This time they see him and they recognize him from all the videos. Oh. And seven, they're scared of him. Yeah, that see, that's good. good. That's good. I like that. Uh, I'm trying to think. I feel like there's an, there's so much more room for them to have made. I'm, I'm, I think I'm just mixing up when this came out because, like, what Iron Man had only been out for like a year, right? Wasn't Iron Man 2008? Yeah, I think so. A year or two when this came out, so the Marvel universe hadn't really developed. But it, I feel like it had been kind of funny if they had take because around this time I feel like people were taking shots at the whole uh, Nick Fury showing up at the end, being like, "I want to talk to you about the Avenger Initiative." Yeah, like because it's Jim Carrey's character in the sequel that forms like a superhero team that kind of been funny if it had been something like that where it's Jim Carrey in his house being like I want to talk to you about this initiative like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> or like he left his calling card and it's like the yeah, red mask or, yeah. <laughs> mask or something that would have been good yeah just make fun of the uh, um, Batman Begins ending of just the <laughs> left his calling card yeah that would have been I think that would have been a funny little final jab because they didn't really set up a sequel which is fine i mean they leave him alive and he's like wait till you get a load of me oh that's true but see that didn't land to me so i would rather have that not been there and them do a like an allusion to him as of the villain next time like the they left his trading card and it was like a red mist card or something like that like i think that could have been funny or uh if they knew they're going to do the Jim Carrey like super team thing, have Jim Carrey be in his room, be like I want to talk to you about an initiative. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I think that could have been fun, just a kind of final jab at superhero movies. But overall, I really wouldn't change that much to what the movie is because I mean it's not a perfect movie, but I think it hits the notes it's trying to hit. Like I think it's incredible spoof kind of on the just superhero stuff in general. I think the dialogue's very realistic. I think just it's a great combination of showing something incredibly dark, but since it's supposed to be a comedy, they pace it and time it well with the jokes they're throwing at the situation. So nothing ever feels too heavy. I don't know. I just think it was all around well made. Well done. Well done. A tip of the cap to you. Well done, Draco. Well done. (laughs) Any yes. final <laughs> Any final thoughts there? No. Excellent worth of free time. Excellent worth of free watch time. Do it. Yeah, so that wraps up Superhero Summer for us. Um what a summer indeed. We are gearing up for uh, Halloween, so we're going to hit horror movies again. Horror movies round 2. Um we're not gonna, I don't think we should do the whole pick one you like, one you hate. Let's just thing. go. We'll just go. We'll just do horror movies. Thanks, creepy ghost guy. <laughs> I had one planned, and then Peter already shot me down. Well, I mean, we can watch sucked. it. It just sucks. Ugh. Have you seen this movie on so Netflix beat. called Terrifier? I've not. It's a clown who's silent, and he just like kills people. I think I've seen the image of it, like the yeah um, on Netflix. movie poster. I watched okay. the trailer for it, and it looked it looked like it'd be interesting. But Peter said it sucks. Look, you so. can watch it and make your own decision. Well, but... now I don't want to. Oh, okay. Okay. 
I would say not worth your free time. But before we <laughs> before we get to Halloween, though, we, I think we're going to try doing more of the out of context a little bit more. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do pri- uh, Pretty Little Liars Part 2 necessarily. We Why have not? To, we have to get with Kindle <laughs> to see if uh, we're good to go on that front. Yeah, resident our, PLL. Our, our listeners are begging for more. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't keep them off of the Twitter. <laughs> I had to twat them away. But uh, if we're not doing uh, Pretty Little Liars Part 2 yet... We'll come at you with another show that uh, we'll decide at a later date. But look out for some more out of context before Halloween, and maybe then Prison Break. <laughs> prison Break. I forgot about that. <laughs> I haven't show. watched that at all. I just knew it came on before twenty four. Yeah. So, uh, but once we hit October, we'll really uh, dive into that Halloween atmosphere and hit you guys up with some horror movies. We'll so. be so deep into Halloween. Balls. Give us some costume ideas too. What do you? What would you like to see us wear on the show? <laughs> What what mask would you like our faces to be muffled by while we're talking to these microphones? I'd like to see you be like Sailor Jupiter. Sailor, John. Sailor Jupiter. We're not going as the Sailor Moon crew. No, just John. Just John. <laughs> he would look pretty good. No other girls for context. Just <laughs> what are you dressed up? That as? would be out of context. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna land this plane. Okay. If you need to reach us, remember you can reach us at tmftpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at tmftpodcast. We're always on a plane every week. <laughs> I'm t- I'm just I like the metaphor of landing the plane. Don't judge my metaphors. We'll we'll see you next week. Does okay? your plane have Peter, complimentary soda? Peter, I peanuts? said I said I landed the plane. Take us off. Is that a code word? <laughs> I'm landing the plane. We can land whenever. Is that part of the show? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>